カハンニャハラミタシンギョウ Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn about us at zencare.org. We're on the 66th day of our practice period in which we are using the Uchiyama Roshi's opening the hand of thought as our study piece. So, and I'm wondering how many of you have actually, are actually here, body, mind, and spirit. Are you really here? How many of you are not really here? I don't see any hands. So, someone's not telling the truth because only two, went, two hands went up for how many of you are really here. Okay, so it's something to work with. So, how many of you are still on that train, cogitating? Right, still on that train. Yeah, I haven't quite gotten here yet, and I'm kind of thinking about、uh, really more important things. <coughs> What's for lunch? Really important stuff. What's for lunch, I wonder?、Mm. Who's making all that bloody noise?、Right. Why aren't they sitting still like me? But not thinking, why am I here? Why did I come to this strange place? Doesn't look anything like a Zen temple. And yet, does it or does it not? I mean, what have we created in this space over the last few days? We are here to sit zazen and to listen to our discursive mind. Get a little bit of freedom, even if just for a moment. Sometimes that's all we can get. It's just a moment. And then it's gone. And we want another moment and another moment. Guess what? It's not always going to come. That moment of freedom. Maybe it's because you're all the way in the back. You know? And we can't do anything else, Sam. We're done. I mean, I can't really speak much louder. Unless I shout. Too many bourbon on the rocks. How's this? Thank you. Okay, show in? Good enough. Good enough, okay. <laughs> so I know now it's not me. Me, 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 me. Um, freedom from our discursive mind, even just for a brief moment. Or are we still on those t 
tracks, those train tracks running down that track to God knows where. I have to admit, I love the sound of the freight trains going by in the morning with that beautiful horn. It's like something out of a movie. Like, I always think Jack Kerouac. You know, it's me on the road jumping on the, those freight cars. And for a moment to be fully present to the sound of that horn before labeling, I hate that, I love that. It really fills me with great joy. Just to be with it. And then the labeling, the thought before, and the moment before the thought. I guess I'm really into locomotives this morning, because <coughs> it's hanging on to that beautiful sound of the horn. Right? It's gone, it's disappeared. It was there for a moment and then So today is our second full day of practice. Let's keep it strong. If you're not, if you haven't arrived yet, get off that train. Get here. We're already moving beautifully as the one body in Kinhin. There's a different way of doing Kinhin this year, just really working with slow steps. Half a step with each beat, each breath. And there's something really beautiful about staying in that connection for 10 minutes and to watch it. And each time we do it, it becomes more and more embodied, embodied for each of you. If two people are speaking in the hallway, they're breaking that one body in two, into pieces. Somebody walks past and sees you talking in the hallway and they're like, oh. then they have a thought about that. Oh. Why are they doing that? Whatever the thought is, broken the one body, which is we're all here to stay in silence, eyes down. So really, really try to concentrate on why you are here and what the form looks like. For some it's very strange. But just follow the form, follow the, the practice. When we're walking in Kinhin, we're not not doing zazen doing zazen on and off the cushion. Dogen said the only time we're not doing zazen is when we're not doing zazen. Everything we do is zazen. If we are aware of our actions. Koshin gave a beautiful talk yesterday on the three refuges. The first three of the 16 bodhisattva precepts. He expressed how critical it is to be awake and to be no other place. The Buddha treasure being an expression of the Dharma assets, the treasure Dharma, the Dharma treasure. And engaging our thoughts, words, and actions as an expression of the harmony 
of the Sangha treasure. So the three pure precepts, not knowing, thereby giving up fixed ideas about myself and the universe, this is ceasing from evil. Not knowing, thereby giving up fixed ideas about myself and the universe, this is ceasing from evil. Some people have uh, strong connotations, uh, connections to the word evil. Dogen's meaning of evil is separating. When we separate, when I see you as other, Uchiyama Roshi says, the middle way means to demolish all concepts set up in our minds. And without fixing on reality as any particular thing, to open the hand of thought, allowing life to be life. This opening the hand of thought, for those of you who are not in our commit to sit, it's like this, you know, holding tightly onto something, some fixed idea, some concept, some concept, that we think this, that, and the other. And it's a great exercise to simply open the hands and see what happens to the thought. Maybe it softens, but to like opening the hand of thought. Such a beautiful image. And try it. You might like it. Might work for you. Somebody was asking this uh, yesterday, I think, about uh, one of the about the Bodhisattva Avalokiteshvara, and we were talking about how it could help them embodying this Bodhisattva that hears the cries of the world. Or when one is hearing one's own cries, asking Bodhis, asking Avalokiteshvara for help. Her job is to, um, their job is to have the tools on hand for that, that which you need. I'm really in a shock right now, or I'm really angry right now, or I'm really sad right now. What do I need? What can you give me? Not give as in, give, 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 it's just, what do I need to see? And I hope that was helpful for them, asking them to just embody this um, statue behind us, uh, this gold thing behind us, uh, the Bodhisattva Manjushri. And usually Manjushri is seen with the sword raised. And this is the Bodhisattva that cuts through delusions, cuts through the delusions in our mind, gives us an opportunity for that liberation. And right now we're looking at this kind of sassy gold Manjushri sitting there on this lion. But he's sitting there very, very composed, very um, peaceful. And the lion, these, if you take a look at it, these big, ferocious, ferocious teeth. And Manjushri is just sitting without fear, without any thoughts, what's going to happen. Just sitting with, with this beautiful lion, the two of them together.
I love this cup. I think I mentioned it because it has a chip in it. It's just, it's not perfect. It's kind of like me. It's, not, it's a reflection of my own being. The chip, not perfect. And, you know, so many times people have said, we need to throw this away. We need to get rid of this. It's like, you're throwing me away. Is that what you want to do? It's in my favorite cup, they're giving Dharma talks. So, any ideas of tossing it, let them go. So, bearing witness, this precept, to the joy and suffering of the world, this is doing good. So, how do you bear witness to your monkey mind? Koshin's grandmother, Mimi, who we've often talked about as being the founder of the New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care, really, it came from Mimi's thinking, Mimi's thoughts, ideas, love. And just before she died, she gave us a beautiful teaching and said, you gotta love people's mashugana. To love someone is to love all the aspects of them and ourselves. To love someone is to love all the aspects of them and ourselves. Uchiyama Roshi says, the middle way in Buddhism does not mean taking some in-between position that is being conjured up in our heads, not acting in a compromised way, not taking up a position. I'm right. I'm wrong. Being careful of where we stand in our actions. So how do you really see and witness your small self and your great universal self as Uchiyama Roshi is talking about? The universal self, the Sangha self. Where are you in that? Not this me, 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 I, I, I. But all of us, again, the one body. And there's nothing wrong with the universal self. It's just something that we notice when we are in it, in a detrimental way. We need the small self for the, to have the universal self. And the third one, loving myself and others, or compassionate action. I like compassionate action. This is doing good for others. How can you do this on Sashin? How can you do good for others? Well, by not talking. As I said, not talking in the hallways or signaling each other or whatever it is, just stay. In that way, finding compassion for yourself. I don't need to do this. Why am I doing this? It's okay. I've noticed, and I must now change. I must do it, do it differently. Not beating oneself up, but finding that compassionate place, like, yeah, I did that. So what are you holding on to that keeps you from participating? in this session, wholeheartedly. What are you holding on to?
How can you let things flow through you? Sadness, tears, anger, not holding on to any of them. Allowing them to flow through you. Very often, our stories are based around someone else's actions. And when we let go of that storyline, we might see this situation through a different lens. Finding the compassion for both of us. And that's what this practice is about. This third precept is asking me to love myself and others. It's the, the first of the three, the first three of the 16 bodhisattva precepts. Loving myself and others, or as I say, compassionate action. For both of us. I don't have a clock, so I hope I'm not. Are we okay? Oh, got plenty of time. Tell a few jokes. Another way that I look at compassion, that compassionate action, is to reflect on the five remembrances of the Buddha. Hmm? Compassion to myself and for others. And to remember, and these are the five remembrances for those of you who have, have forgotten or are not quite um, in tune with them. What time is the next thing? 11? All right now. Oh, right now. oh it's going to have to wait for a few minutes. Um, I'm of the nature to grow old. I cannot escape old age. I'm of the nature to grow ill. I cannot escape sickness. I am of the nature to die. I cannot escape death. I will be separated from everything and everyone I hold dear. My only true possessions are my actions. The ground upon which I walk. My only true possessions are my actions. What's so important is that last line for me. My actions. And sometimes my actions are really unskillful. I'm probably not the only one guilty of unskillful actions. And I have to cop to it. So I'll finish with uh, Zen Master Raven. Just for a shock, surprise for you all. But first I just want to apologize for last night um, on my own out there moment. If anyone's uh, noticed it maybe. I definitely wasn't aware of my Mashoga when living, inviting you to con continue to meditate, to, to sit uh, sazen after dinner. Anybody notice that? Yeah, it's like, so I'll continue sitting after dinner, yada yada, and coach is like knocking me, I'm like, after dinner? I'm like, yeah, after dinner. 
and have some fun. I said, and have some fun. And what I meant to say was, watch your monkey mind having fun. <laughs> but like, come in after dinner and have some fun. It's like, yeah, that's not it. <laughs> Uh, and I was kind of like a little embarrassed for myself, but setting an example of not being fully present to the moment and then not beating myself up. And here's a quickie from Zen Master Raven, who I cannot not give a Dharma talk without Zen Master Raven. The middle way. The middle way. One evening, Woodpecker asked, what is the middle way? And Raven said, good question. And Woodpecker said, you're dodging my question. And Raven said, you're dodging my answer. <laughs> Zen Master Raven, sitting right up there behind, watching over us. I love Zen Master Raven. Thank you.